Okay, I'm obsessed with Audible because it lets you enjoy all of your audio entertainment in one app. As an Audible member, you can choose one title a month to keep from their entire catalog, including the latest bestsellers and new releases. And with female writers and heroines, celebrity narration, multicast productions, Audible has you covered for every type of excitement that you're looking for, including true crime and mystery. And I know all of you love that too. For example, right now, I'm listening to None of This is True by Lisa Jewell. New members can try Audible free for 30 days. Visit audible.com slash reality life or text reality life to 500 500. That's audible.com slash reality life or text reality life to 500 500. With DoorDash, there's something for everyone. You need a birthday gift? Check. Need to stock up on meals, sides, and drinks that your family loves? Also check. Pet ran out of food again? They've got it. Wellness essentials need a restock? It's a good thing they've got those too. The DoorDash app allows you to customize, substitute, schedule, and track your orders, as well as communicate with your shopper while receiving real-time updates. This has been a huge game changer for myself and for our family. Millions of people trust DoorDash for groceries, pet supplies, gifts, well-being, and more, and you should too. Shop with DoorDash and enjoy big savings. Use code KATECASEY to get 50% off, up to $10 value on $15 minimum subtotal on your next convenience, grocery or retail order. For eligible users only, terms apply. Welcome back to Reality Life with Kate Casey. On today's show, I've got Jason and Cassia from the second season of 90 Day Fiance. I've got some upcoming guests that you're going to love, including Eric Nice from Real World, Mark Long from Road Rules, and Alex Morell and Taylor Cole from Laguna Beach. Remember to subscribe to the show on iTunes and leave a five-star review. And check out my Facebook and Twitter and let me know what other guests you'd like to have. You can find me on Twitter at, at Kate Casey and on Facebook at, at Love and Knuckles. This week on Real Housewives of New Jersey, Jacqueline's daughter got engaged. Teresa asked Siggy to stay out of her family's business. Dolores visited the gym that she apparently owns. And Teresa told Kathy and Rosie, her cousins that she barely talks to, that she was cutting them out of her life like a cancer. And here's the deal. We all have family members that we wish we weren't related to. I mean, I have several relatives that I don't speak to. I mean, that's why I moved to California. They're all in Philadelphia for a reason. I don't think there's anything wrong with never speaking to people again. But apparently, if you live in New Jersey and you're Italian, there's some sort of rule that you have to maintain communication. I think in this case, Teresa's in the right. I'd get rid of these two also. I mean, could they be any more boring? Kathy sells cannolis. She lives with a man who looks like Jeff Goldblum. He wears his shirts unbuttoned. He has an incredible amount of chest hair. He wears bedazzled jewelry. They obviously want to stay on the show because they got rid of their tract home and then they built some sort of mansion with a lot of marble. But it's not enough to keep you on the show. And Rosie is perfectly nice, but she doesn't have much going on either. So I think it's time for them to go. Melissa, I don't find incredibly interesting either. I always feel like she and Joe are rehearsing for a show that probably will never make it to air. Like, their communication is not real. It's like they think they're on a soap opera. And obviously she needs the show because how else is she going to sell cocktail dresses at that boutique that she started in New Jersey if she doesn't have the show? And it looks a little desperate because in some of the scenes, she's wearing the same exact outfit as Teresa. 
So I don't really buy their relationship. And then Jacqueline, she's still hanging on for dear life. You know that deep down she really loathes Teresa. I mean, she doesn't want to be on the same show with her, but she's kind of made a deal with the devil. The only other storyline that she has going on is that her daughter, who used to be the devil, is now engaged to a perfectly nice guy. And what no one seems to discuss is that apparently she's pregnant because according to every magazine in the world, she had a baby like a month ago. So I'm not sure when they're going to bring that up. The other women, they're Siggy. She's a former matchmaker, and now she works on the Today Show. And because of that, she thinks that she can mend fences, especially ones in New Jersey that not even the United Nations could fix. She's kind of got a train wreck at home. She's got two kids that seem like incredibly spoiled brats. And so I'm not really sure what she's bringing to the table. And last but not least is Dolores. Poor, sweet Dolores. She is the most boring storyline in reality television history. What I know of her so far. She's divorced, but her husband, ex-husband still pays her bills. She lost a dog. She had to put him down. She is part owner of a gym that she never goes to. And she wants 300 more customers so that she can empower women. I need some more exciting information for this show to keep me awake. I know everybody right now is on a health kick, and that's why I want to tell you about Roe Body Program. Roe provides access to the most popular weight loss shots on the market. The Roe Body Program pairs a weekly shot with healthy lifestyle changes, so you can lose 15 to 20% of your weight in a year on average and actually keep it off. Over 200,000 people have already chosen Roe to help them lose weight. It could be you too. Roe Body Program members have support throughout the process. Roe's partner handles all of the insurance paperwork to help get medication covered. If eligible for medication, patients have access to the provider on demand for any questions. And you can sign up online from the comfort of your own home. And this means no scheduling a doctor's appointment, no commute to the doctor's office, and no waiting rooms. Average weight loss is 15 to 20% in one year with healthy lifestyle changes. BMI and other eligibility criteria apply. Go to row.com slash KKC. Sign up today and you're going to pay just $99 for your first month and $145 a month after that. Medication costs are separate. That's ro.co slash KKC. I'm here with my friend, Lindsay. Hello. And I'm preparing to interview Jason Acacia from 90 Day Fiance. I cannot tell people enough how much I love this show and few people have seen it and I would like to start a movement for people to start watching it it is basically catfish and TLC's a wedding story mixed together it sounds awesome you said most of the people on there are going for their green card though right so it's a k1 visa so there's an American and a foreigner and the foreigner has 90 days inside the United States before they have to leave sure so these couples are under tremendous pressure to bring them over to the United States and then to get married within that time the problem is most of these people are in it for the green card not all of them but a lot of them and most of the families are and friends are horrified by the choice (laughs) that these people have made so are the foreigners better looking most of the time? Because I would think that they would be better looking. Sometimes. Okay, so this one couple on the new season, Okay, there's a woman from Russia. She's 19 years old. Mm-hmm. She says she's a model. Okay. This guy, Jorge, from California is okay. 26. He's like a dumpy guy. And Where does he, he work? And Oh, he runs a marijuana business. Nice. So okay. there's a possibility, he explains, <laughs> of making money in the long run. The woman he met online is from Russia. She 
caught his eye because she takes pictures like she could be a woman who works the streets. <laughs> she course. uses the Kylie lip kit. Okay. And she's got a, f- a forehead full of Botox, more so than a suburban housewife. <laughs> and she's Yet she's, ni- oh, she's 19. 19, okay. So oh, she uh, tells him all the things she wants him to buy, and it'll be like a $20,000 Chanel purse. So he went to On Cue in CDM. Oh, yeah. yeah. The resale store. He shop. went to the resale store to try to get yeah. an old bag <laughs> because he doesn't have any money. Sure. So she flies over and she's like demanding all these things. So she wants a Chanel bag when she gets off the plane. 100%. <laughs> then she gets off the plane and he's driving a Honda. And he says, What do you think of my new car? And she says, I don't like it. No. So not. the other season that I watched, um, there was. Well, are they, so are they still together? Well, I don't. The season's oh, the going season's, on right now. Oh, okay. It's unfolding as oh, we speak. So it's unbelievable. Best part. So you can just hop on. You can start. just hop on. Yeah. And then if you can, go back to the last season. My favorite couple for that last season was this boy bander from Nicaragua who met a girl uh, in his country who was from Indiana. Okay. And she basically stole him away from his boy band. And the manager <laughs> had this come to Jesus conversation where he was like, you can't leave. The band needs you. And there are maybe like five people that are the fans. And he left because he wants to pursue a career in music in the United States of America, which is like never going to (laughs) happen. So is he good or he's just not good? No. Oh, he speaks in broken English. Okay. So he thinks he's going to get an American hit. Yeah. But he can't speak that well. Um, is he taking classes to learn English or? I, no. Maybe. And some, he was like, going to move to Indiana. Oh, he did. So that's they like the meta. Her, they live like with her parents. Music. <laughs> they, he went to a a meeting in Chicago with a couple who had a, a like a recording studio Just in their like, basement. Okay. <laughs> and talked to them about the biz and how to make it in America. Um, so this couple that I'm going to talk to today, mm-hmm. the guy is very funny. Mm-hmm. Um, his name's Jason. I'm going to say he's like around 40. He lived with his father and they had a business where they would take resale stuff. I believe I'm going to confirm with this and sell it on eBay. Okay. The woman he met is from Brazil (laughs) and she's quite fiery. Okay. And they met and she moved to Florida. Is she younger? Yes. Okay. And very sassy and very uh, sexy. Okay, of course. And she's he's just sort of like uh, like a guy from Florida who probably, you know, plays cards and so I want to know has why a collection he, of ants. Yeah, so why did he go on the show? He met because oh, we're going to get into this with him. I think it's because they think it's like a documentary series. <laughs> but then the, one of the couples from the new season, which I encourage you to jump on. Uh-huh. Her name's Chantel, which, okay. of course, is one of my, my most hated names in the world. If your name is Chantel, <laughs> we will never be friends. Well, because you're most likely a stripper. Or, I don't even know. So she goes to the airport, and she's wearing a prom dress, but with flats, which doesn't make any sense. Yeah. And the guy she met uh, on a trip to the Dominican Republic barely speaks English. So <laughs> I don't know how they even communicate. She lied to her family. They secretly got engaged She lied to her family and said he's just on a student visa. So he's going to be here for um, 90 days Uh studying. Yeah. And she got a a special apartment for them. And they're going to live together. And she has this one friend. One friend. Her name is Jacqueline. It could be Jessica. And when he came to dinner to meet her group of friends, there was one friend who was such a bitch. And she kept asking him questions. I mean, she was me and she was you. Yeah. If we knew somebody who was going to marry a foreigner right. and was only going to be in the country for 90 days. <laughs> and Chantal got very angry with her. Oh, like, okay. why are you ruining my romantic dream? Okay. 
Um, so Chantal cannot, Chantal or Chantal, it goes both ways, cannot meet a guy on her own, basically. She, she could. Has, she's a beautiful girl. Okay. Then, but there's something crazy. There's uh, the something crazy about her. The only thing that I'm thinking her. is crazy is that she's super into her parents. Like, she basically has always lived with them, and maybe she's 26. Like, her mom allowed her to sleep in the same bed with both of them, probably. Maybe. I, I don't know. The mom seems kind of normal because she's like, uh, Chantal, what's going on? Like, who is this guy and what's going on? I kind of think her parents are kind of normal, but I think There's she's a little off. bit clingy. Yeah. Okay. She's got some cling issues, okay. possibly. She's she also, siblings? I'm, I don't know for sure, okay. but she makes her living as a cheerleading coach. Ooh. Okay. Right. And there yes. it is. Yeah, and okay. there it is. Okay. <laughs> and she, winner, winner, chicken dinner. <laughs> And she also wears Macy's prom outfits. Oh my gosh. Just about okay, and they're they're like dry humping nonstop. Like it's clear all they do is have sex, but yeah. she can barely talk to him. Okay. He can't speak to her. He does like I don't know how this is gonna go. So th- that's what's it's, unfolding it's now. Awesome. The another couple, the girl is a very sweet twenty one year old girl who's a single mother from okay. Florida. She's twenty one. Mm-hmm. And she met a guy who's from Morocco online. <laughs> She didn't even know where Morocco was. Okay. She thought it was a style of chicken. So wait, do they get to pick out the person with this show? Do they say, I want this guy? Like, Do they have a list? Oh, no, no. These are couples that said, hey, we have a K-1 visa. Oh. He's going to come or she's going to come to America. You don't you think this show us. is set up any no. of them? There's a casting call. Oh, so they ask for okay. couples that are already doing this. Yes. So, um, yeah, Nicole, she's right now, she's gone to Morocco to meet him. Okay. He is surprised when she arrives to see <laughs> that she's not perhaps in shape, if okay. you will, as <laughs> or he had is. She, the way she led herself on. Yeah, he, he yeah. did make some comment about her profile did not seem <laughs> as it was. That's like okay. people and that go on Tinder or Match oh, yeah. and have something... That's catfishing, basically. It, that's what I'm saying. It's okay. catfish in a yeah. wedding story so mixed good. into one. So I just encourage all of you to watch the show. And then when you do, please write to me on Twitter so we can watch the show together and comment. And as always, I will be recapping the shows for you. And Lindsay, of course, will be watching along with us. I will. So, so good. <laughs> up, coming up next is Jason and Cassia from 90 Day Fiance. For those who embrace the impossible... The Defender 110 is up for the adventure. This iconic vehicle has been redefined with thoroughly modern design. Featuring a reimagined exterior with compelling proportions and precise detailing, and an interior built with robust materials and integrity, the Defender 110 lets you go further and do more. Its durability has been tested to the extreme while the cargo capacity means more room for your gear. Ready for a wide range of adventures, the Defender family features the two-door Defender 90, the Defender 110, and the Defender 130, which seats up to eight. Learn more at LandRoverUSA.com forward slash Defender. I'm here with Jason and Cassia from 90 Day Fiance. Hi guys, how are you doing? Hey, thanks for having us. Hi. Thank you for coming on. I'm so excited to talk to you because 90 Day Fiance is probably one of my favorite shows on television. And I had the pleasure of watching you on, I guess it was two seasons ago. Yeah, believe it or not. I know. It seems like it was just yesterday. So can you tell me a little bit about how you met each other and how you got on the show? Uh, Kasi and I uh, bumped into each other on Facebook through a mutual friend in uh, early April of 2012. 
and uh, picked up a little uh, a little thing between the two of us uh, those next four or five months. And um, I was in the military at the time, and we went back and forth, you know, a couple times a week. Would you say, honey? Yeah, every day. Okay, all okay, right. We did. We talked every day then. Yeah, we did talk every day. <laughs> and uh, what else did we do? Um, in 2012, I was in. Um, so you were in the United States, and she was in Brazil. Yeah, yeah, yeah she was in Brazil at the time, and uh, then I went to Virginia for some uh, some army training. And uh, we kind of talked um, just about uh, every day. I came back mm-hmm. to Illinois in the fall, and she said that she kind of didn't like this guy that she was talking to. So you were just friends at this point? Uh, yeah, we could say that. Yeah. So October, November of, of that year, she and I talked, and we said, well, what about being boyfriend-girlfriend? And, and I said, well, you, you're still in Brazil. And then she says, well, you're going to have to come and... and uh, and uh, come rescue you. So you went. So you went to Brazil. So I was in the. Um, I still had some weekend duties to do, so I just couldn't pick up and leave. I had to work around a schedule. I didn't make it there till that next summer. Believe it or not. Yeah, took some time. So uh, July of 2013, I flew down there for the first time. Stayed there a couple of weeks. So uh, you know, we did the we did the tourism thing. We saw the family thing. We did the. Uh, the the, sharing, friends. The, the friends and family thing. We did the sharing of the bathroom thing. You know, that's one thing I was saying about um, about the 90-day and the difference between, you know, our season and this new season is that mm-hmm. the, the couples we see today on season four, they've never shared a bathroom. So how do you really know somebody, you know? So, Cassia, your family at this point had met him, and they were probably able to spend some time with him, get to know him, and they probably had less concerns than some of the families that ha- that are on the show now uh-huh. because he was there for a couple of weeks to kind of get to know them, correct? Yeah, correct. Well, when I told my mom that I was uh, dating him and it was online, my mom said, just forget it. It's not going to work because he's too far away. And I said, no, he's going to come and you're going to meet him. So when he went down there, my mom met him. My mom doesn't speak English, so I needed to be like a translator all the time mm-hmm. and she made him some cake and yeah it worked out okay so then you came back to the united states jason and then you proposed before you left or after you left uh, i didn't propose at that time um we actually like actually there was there was really no proposal yeah we talked about getting married uh when you went to brazil for the second time so yeah, fast forward the fall of 2013, there was talk about her getting her tourist visa up here, and uh, they gave her a hard time with it. Yeah. So uh, November of 2013, uh, she was balling, and and I said, well, you know, we, you know, better luck next time. And she says, no, I have to see you. Uh, why don't you fly down here? And I says, well, the tickets are twice as expensive. And then you said, you have to find a way. You have to find a way. So I actually flew down there again for my birthday, Christmas, and New Year's, the end of 2013, and uh, stayed another couple of weeks. And mm-hmm. uh, she and I were, were at the airport, and uh, she was uh, laying on me, and, and I said, you know, I don't know what's going to happen in 2014, but we know we have to stick together. We know we have to get on the same page, and you just have to believe in me that I know what I'm doing. That was kind of the proposal without proposing. <laughs> So then how did you come across casting for the show? So a couple of weeks later, my dad's watching the Velocity Network. I, I was um, doing some, some Army training in Springfield, Illinois at the time. 
And he's like, uh, you wouldn't believe it. There's a show on, on, on one of the networks about immigration and international or something. You, you ought to watch it. And I'm like, oh, hell no. So this, this was the first season of the show. So you got to see the first season of the show. And then you try out. And what, how quick was the process casting? So the, their show was only six episodes. So it blew by. It was okay. just like January, February. And then right around March, for some strange reason, I went online to TLC.com. I don't know. I mean, heck, I was, I don't know, doing something. And you clicked on, hey, a video says, hi, I'm John Baker, and I'm the vice president of programming at TLC. Do you want to be a part of the TLC family? Do you have a story that you want to tell? And I'm like, what the hell? So so, just, so I, I emailed him. I didn't know 90 Day was casting for season two. Um, I wasn't in the loop when it came to... You know, whether or not the show got purchased for a season two or, you know, it got renewed, you know, got canceled. I don't I didn't pay attention to any of that. I just saw this little video about this John Baker or whatever the heck his name was, mm-hmm. you know, wearing a sweater and a nice little tie and, you know, talked real gently. And and I'm like, well, what the hell? I sent him an email. I said, my name is blah, blah, blah. I'm 38. I live in Illinois. I'm in the military. Cassia is uh, 22, 22, 22, 23. Yeah. So when you met, when you met, or at that point, you're 38 and she's 22. Yeah, I started to talk to him when I was 21. Now, did anyone in your family say you're really young to be so serious about anybody, let alone someone who's a lot older? Oh, um, my family was not concerned about a serious relationship because before dating Jason, I dated Brazilian for almost three years. Okay. He was not really my type. Now, did you did you guys want to discuss having kids? Do you guys want to have kids or? Oh no, we decided no. to not to. We okay. can have some cats and dogs, and so that's it. Okay, so um, the process of being on the show, um, I'm assuming it was pretty stressful. When you watched it back on television, can you see how someone who doesn't know you and is just a viewer might think, "Oh, this is not going to work out," or "This sounds strange," or? Yeah. Well, um, you know, we talk about it, you know, two years after the fact um, about what we saw and what we edited and what we were told and, 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 and all that stuff. And and, she, and Cassie and I still go back and forth on it. Um, you know, we, we got real lucky when it came to getting the green car, you know, getting the K-1 visa so quickly and, um, and bending over backwards for the production company and TLC. And I begged them. I said, you know what? Let's not rush this. Cassie is not ready. You know, she wanted to graduate college. Then we get married. You're you're kind of forcing us to do things. And they begged us and begged us and said, no, no, no. You got to do season two. You got to do season two. We want you. We want you. We want you. And I said, no. Let's do season three. And they 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 said, oh no. We want you to do uh, season two. We we haven't had a guarantee from TLC to to buy season three. So when when Cassie and I flew up here to uh, to America because I went down there again for our interview. So when we came up here during our, our 90 days, you know, I made some concessions with Cassia to say, this is the way it's going to be. Um, don't worry. 
they're going to they're going to film us this way don't worry don't worry and then when we saw the show and it was all about green pools playboys and mm-hmm. strippers mm-hmm. and 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 put up bachelor parties i'm thinking to myself that's not exactly how things were f- were talked about with yeah, everybody i see um and so that about, was a little shocking and what about the the talks that they they film you and they cut the video to make a conversation that never happened yeah the, just, one, of, one of the one of the first episodes was the fact that Cassie was standing me up at the airport I and remember. and um and actually what if they what they should have just filmed was the fact that um um the plane was late or something? Well, I, I was going down there for a K-1 interview, and we weren't sure we were going to be approved. Oh, I see. So there was that real drama there. And then when I flew there, I actually slept in the airport because I didn't want to leave the airport because I was going to get robbed. It's Rio, you know? And you don't even know Portuguese. Um, and I don't know the language. So, I, you know, I slept at the airport for a day and a half. And then we were late to the K-1 appointment. Yeah. And then the K-1 appointment, or the K-1 visa didn't even show up until a week later, so we missed all of our flights. We had mm-hmm. to rebook, cost us an extra thousand. We were stuck in Rio for an extra week. It was complete chaos. Yeah, and but who saw the show thought, oh my God, Cassie just wanted him to go down there for nothing, just to pick her up. Yeah. Because so, she cannot get a flight by herself. So instantly the storyline was, um, she's going to beat me up, I have to kiss her butt, um, and... I'm thinking well, there was so much natural drama between the two of us. You right. didn't you didn't have to flip lines or you you didn't have to cut it up like that. Were you were you surprised by how uh, how it seems like the show's quite big? Were you surprised at uh, reaction? And have you ever like what's the craziest? Uh, you know, is there someone famous for, perhaps that watches the show, or you have you been recognized at a strange place? Well, just today I was recognized at my classroom. Today. That's funny. Yeah. I mean, we still get stalked at Walmart. I mean, uh, you know, she and I are walking around and I got people going in and out of the aisle staring at you. And I'm <laughs> and I'm thinking, OK, should I confront them? And Cassie's like, no, let them be. If they walk up to us, we'll talk to them. Um, we've had we've actually got more of a reaction from some of the men. And you know what their line is? Oh, oh, my wife made me watch the show. Oh, yeah, they're full of it. And I'm thinking, oh, bullshit. Right. You know, um, you were you were locked into that show more than your wife. And then did you keep in touch with any of the other cast members from your season? Um, I actually I still talk to Danielle, um, you know, once in a while just to advise, you know, an advisory situation um you know for some reason i want to help people i you know i was telling mark from season three i talked to him a a few hours uh the other day and he's having some legal problems with tlc and uh in sharp productions but um you know some people may find my approach uh annoying or obnoxious but the truth of it is is i've had everybody's back uh you know i had to renegotiate the tell-all money after the couples ex- conceded and took the lower amount of money, and I went in and renegotiated every, everyone's deal, and did I get a thank you or a pat on the back? No, actually, some of the people blocked me on Twitter, and I'm thinking, well, that's not much appreciation and gratitude. Did you watch the new season? Uh, we did watch last Sunday here. Oh, um, yeah. What do you guys think of the new season? You look more dramatic than ever. 
I think it's pretty crazy. I think Sharp has done outdone themselves this time. The thing about it, with each season, you can see it with with Bravo's shows and E's shows and and all these other network shows. Each season has to get crazier and crazier. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And and we've had several couples over the last two years reach out to us. Japan, couple of Australians, uh, a couple from Ireland this go around, a couple from the UK. And they've been approached by Sharp to say, hey, you know, we're talking about doing the show. What do you think? You know, what about the money? How long? What do they what do you, you really expect? And then when I don't see them on the press release, I'm thinking, well, didn't go through because they don't want a third world. They don't they don't want an industrialized country. They also don't want anybody on the show that's been to America, like for college. And then they had to fly back to their country. So they want third world. They want couples that maybe have not even met, like the Nicole girl from Bradenton. Right. Um, uh, they want Russian, you know, because of the whole Russian scams. Are there are there any couples that do you know of that just didn't make it through? I mean, they, I mean, they're still uh, they got married and they did the show, but have since then broken up. Uh, no, I think we're all living large. Um, I mean, even that quiet couple from season one, that Louis and Aya, the Filipino girl with the two kids, um, his two kids, um, they just didn't like the TV process. He's got a normal job in Indianapolis. He want, They want to be left alone. Uh, right. Mike and Aziza from, uh, from Cleveland. Um, you know, I've talked to Mike maybe twice a year. Mike said he bought a house. Aziza's got a part-time job somewhere. I, f- I forgot where. She got a new haircut. They go to concerts. Um, and he redid their kitchen, but they want to be left alone. And um, well, can you tell everybody, you know, what you're up to now and how they can find you? Oh, uh, Cassie and I started a business a little over a year ago. We're we're doing a a, a corporate uh, what do you call it? A corporate snack box we do for car dealers and insurance companies. Uh, we repackage um, a few things and relabel it, and um, and send it to their customers as a gift. And do some other promotional products. We're also doing a balloon business where we go into the car dealer and do the decorating of their their showroom. Mm-hmm. And of course, we're still doing eBay. You know, when I go to an auction and buy a couple things for ten bucks and sell them for three hundred, um, yeah. we still do that on the side. Yeah, I remember you talking about that on the show. But uh, there's so many people dying down here. There's auctions every day. I mean, heck, I sold a set of dishes for 600 bucks the other day. So when someone dies, you get their stuff, and then you get to resell it on eBay. Yeah, pretty much. You know, they're, they're dropping like flies down here. I, I would bet. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, but in the meantime, you know, uh, the, the, we've, we've tried to take advantage of the show. We've been to um, uh, the publicists of some of the, of the, uh, of the artists down here, uh, like uh, Larry the Cable Guy and, and Jeff Foxworthy's publicist. And I, we were talking. They gave us tickets to the show and backstage passes. Uh, we were able to see Vanilla Ice. Vanilla Ice. Get out. We saw him a couple weeks ago. Uh, we went see. We saw Bob Saget. Um, all we do is uh, email their publicist, and they knew who they know who we are because they saw the show, or they, oh, you know, cool. they they Googled us and said, "Well, we're legit," and they send us free concert tickets and sometimes backstage passes. We bumped into Hulk Hogan. I saw that. I saw that picture on your Instagram. Hulk Hogan was awesome. We saw him at a gas station, and he's like, "Yeah, hey, brother, you want a picture?" And I'm like, "Sure." Did he know, wait? Did Hulk Hogan know who you guys were? Oh, uh, no. I don't I don't know. I mean, he he looked at me funny, um, maybe because I was looking at him funny. <laughs> um, you know, I just didn't want to chit chat. I mean, he had two kids in the car in the back seat and this blonde, which was not his wife. So it, it wasn't like, hey, let's make small talk with Hulk Hogan. And um, it was like, 
you know, hey, brother, hey, brother, how you doing? And I didn't want to ask him about the Gawker thing. And I wanted to introduce Cassia to uh, to Hulk. And and I said, hey, you know, you're huge down in Brazil. And he's like, right on, brother. And um, I'm like, Cassia, get on his other side. You know, we'll do a picture. That was yeah, that was a great picture. So he was a cool cat. Um, we tried to have some fun down here. I got a hair surgery a year ago because of the show, because uh, the doctors knew who I was and they knew that uh, they could use me in their commercials. Um, so we've tried to have some fun since the show ended. And, um, you know, if Hollywood calls us, they call us. We take their call and we do a podcast. We do a radio show. We do a written interview. We do local media if we have to. Um, and if Hollywood calls and wants us to do a, a segment on a show, that's fine. We've done dozens of Skype interviews for other shows. Now, whether or not they kiboshed it because we wanted to, uh, because we've been on TV before, or whether or not Discovery Media got involved, I have no idea. There's a plethora of reasons why uh, they didn't give us the contracts, but we've done dozens of, of casting. Do you have, is there a website people can find you? Uh, yes, there is. Uh, it's jasonandcassia.com. Okay. And then, and they can find you on Twitter too. Uh, Twitter is uh, Hitch for Life, H I T C H four L I F E, and in um, Cassia underscore underscore Tavares. We're also on Facebook at um, Facebook dot uh, front slash what Facebook dot com front slash Jason and Cassia. Okay. And and Insta and Instagram, Cassia, are you doing? It looked like you were doing some workout videos too. Ah, uh, that's uh, some workout videos, but I was not doing that to be like a personal trainer or anything. I was just being silly. Thank you guys so much for taking the time. I really appreciate it. I love the show, and I love that. I love that you're so active on Twitter, Jason. Um, it makes it the, watching the show even more fun because you get to give, a, a, you know, an inside perspective. Oh, thank you. So it's really fun. Well, Cassia pops in here and there. I, she's got her, her classes. She's a full-time student at the college now. So she's uh, in between popping in social media here and studying. Very cool. Well, thank you guys again. I really appreciate it. All right. Oh, uh, okay. Upward and onward. Thanks for having us on and we will talk to you soon. Yes. Thanks. Okay. Bye. Do you ever wonder where all your money went, like every single time you look at your bank account? Honestly, it's probably all those subscriptions. I felt that way too, until I got Rocket Money. Rocket Money helped me see all the subscriptions I'm paying for, and it was eye-opening. Between streaming services, fitness apps, delivery services, it all adds up so quickly. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over 500 million in canceled subscriptions. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. That's rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. So every episode of Reality Life with Kate Casey is going to have three segments. The recaps, and then I'm going to have a section called Boyfriends and Husbands, and then Where Are They Now? And this section I think is great because I find that a lot of straight men watch reality shows. I'll get stopped a lot, and it's actually the husband that wants to come on on a show. So today's guest is my friend Steve Stoff. 
Yeah, you should know that by now. Jeez. Okay, so I, I want to ask you today about Bachelor in Paradise. Good. Which I've, which I've enjoyed your commentary. Okay. Let's so go. here's my first question out of the gate. Do you think that uh, Evan wears Teva sandals when he's not filming the show? Yeah, with socks. Absolutely, right? Yeah, he's a full-on Tevas with socks kind of guy. And how did he get on the show, do you think? I think only because they had Chad. Otherwise, they would have never brought that guy on. Oh, that's true. That's a good point. He right. was complete just bait for Chad to go after. Right. That's a good point. Really? I, do. I think that he, they love the erectile dysfunction that he worked at that clinic. But, I mean, he has three kids. It's weird. Well, that's a I, lot. I don't know. Who wants to picture that guy with a boner? There's just, he's no a, a wormy looking guy. He's really ugly. And what do you think about him dating? Well, now he's with the girl who I think is kind of the most average looking girl on the island. Oh. What's her name? Carly. I think they're a good match. And it's a sad thing because she's so attention starved. Mm. I mean, after that last guy just decimated her last season, what was his name? Uh, Kurt. Kurt. Okay, so Kurt pretty much left her at the the Bachelor in Paradise altar, which <laughs> that's right. You know, is I mean, I she can't think of date. a more heartbreaking scenario than yeah. to be dumped by some unemployed, you know, former fitness professional or whatever right. the hell he was at the time. Uh, so you know, coming back on this season, I think she's just desperate for any attention and yeah. approval, male approval, and so she found it in pretty much the weakest guy of the entire pack, and he's just stoked that anyone would talk to him. Absolutely, right? Yeah. I mean, it's probably the first female contact he's had in, like, how old are his kids? We don't know. So the youngest plus nine months. That was the last female contact and he probably had. And are we sure that a surrogate didn't have the baby? I mean, he got someone pregnant. I'm not sure about that. Apparently three times. I know. It's just strange. I don't know if it's all the same woman, though, is it? You're Ugh. telling me he had sex with multiple women. We're talking about the same guy, right? Yes. Okay. I think, I don't know. We, I don't know that. He does that own an erectile dysfunction facility. Does he own it or does he work at the front office? No, I think it's a chain. Well, someone's no, he is down not like fort. a medical doctor or anything. I don't no, think he's own it. I don't it's think like he's franchise. rolling in it. Maybe they'll open one down the street from us. Who I knows? I think with any of the people on the show, him included, you can really discount their importance to any particular employer or company because they're in Mexico for some undetermined amount of time. Right. That's what I want to know. How many days are they there? Yeah, a lot. Single yeah. or not. I mean, enough to where they truly fall in love, you know, so <laughs> that just doesn't happen overnight. Right. Now, what do you think Josh does for a living? If you were to look okay. at him, assess I, for me what you think he does. I, I kind of, I think I have the answer to this, and I caught it last night. I took a screenshot of it. Okay. Oh, do you guys geez. know what Advocare is? No. Okay, so in, in your, your stand-up, do you have a period where you're talking about uh, multi-level marketing companies yes. And, yes. and your hatred for them? Yes. Well, Advocare is one of those, but it's like sports, nutrition, supplements, and just utter garbage. Oh. It's one of those same pyramid schemes as any of the others, but this one revolves around meatheads and oh. you know that's why i think he talks in like such coach speak and, and such that's true like kind of prepared statements that mm -hmm. aren't at all normal in the course of conversation but i noticed last night as they show the preview to the next show where he's picking out rings with neil lane he's kind of leaning over the ring that's being displayed and i saw on his wrist oh. an advocare bracelet so I think he's one of these guys that recruits other failed douchebags to sell oh God, supplements for him. I think you have a good point because I read the Andy Dorfman book and she said that one of the problems about being with him was that he always wanted her to peddle his weight loss mm -hmm. supplements. So this all really? pulls together. He didn't want her to have a job. He said it was selfish for her to continue to working. 
What was her job? She was an attorney. Yeah. She Which actually has understand. a brain. And so he, he, I remember from the season that he was on with Andy, was aspiring to be his little brother's coach. Is that right? Yeah. His little brother was a star quarterback at the University of Georgia. He was actually a really good college football player. Mm-hmm. And so that season, he was preparing for the draft. And that was like Josh's thing, was that he was going to get his brother ready for the draft and get him drafted by an NFL team. And so like a personal trainer? Yeah, like personal this trainer, so like quarterback coach, okay. you know, mental coach, that kind of stuff. So his little brother made it to the league, I think, for a year or two and then just got cut. He was on the Kansas City Chiefs. He just got cut. Just got cut. Busted. So I don't know, you know, I think that gravy train ran out a while ago anyway for, for old Josh. But so it now just, he's just going to be a job. Here, this is what I think, you know. I don't think it's necessarily bad when people have that, you know, from Mary Kate or whatever. If that's what you do, that's what you do. And if it's just from vitamins and nobody's dying, who cares? I think Josh and Amanda would make a great, (laughs) I mean, they would make a great team. They could go to the preschools. They could recruit other moms. They could recruit other (laughs) meatheads. I think that the two of them should get to the top of the pyramid of, what is it called? Multi-level marketing. No, Advocare. Advocare. I think they should be the face of Advocare. Oh, God. They're both fit. They both look good. She's just small. She can't run a mile. Well, neither does she skinny fat. She cannot run. Yeah, I mean, she says, come on. She's not an athlete. She just has to be not atrocious. Right. That's it. You can okay, but here's, wanna, here's another question I have. I have. Okay, go because then I have a question for him. Too. Why does Josh moan? Why would a man moan all the time? I don't get that. Okay, I think, I think what he's trying to do is like get her more excited than she really is. Okay, that's not helping. No, I don't see it at all. It's really pretty creepy. Yeah, it is very I did, creepy. I did like how they they kind of just had the moaning noises last night and then cut to him eating pizza. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's sort of the same response as when he's making out with her. So. <sighs> What does she what does she need to say to him to convince him to move to California to help raise her two children? Uh that there's probably more reality TV work in his future out here versus wherever the hell he lives. Okay. That's a good point. And then I also wanted to know what you thought about Nick dumping this other girl Jen right after the show. Okay, so and, and apologies to anyone if you're a big Jen fan. Um, and this is probably not the case at all. Uh, and I don't know anyone that I don't know anyone that is a big Jen fan. But and, and Carlene doesn't necessarily agree with me on this. She thinks it's more of an issue of the weak chin. But I, that's my second friend okay. that said the weak chin. So that Nick has a weak chin. No, that, that has Jen a has chin. a weak chin. Well, it's very of, easy. Face just sort of falls off. That's here. very easy it's to repair nowadays. You just get a little chin implant. Crystal Palin got that. Yeah. Yeah, but beyond that, that's not the problem that I see. Okay. I look at her as as an otherwise fairly attractive girl. You know, she's she's decently in shape. She's yeah. got kind of a nice face, but her nostril shape to me is a little uh, disturbing and I, I feel nostrils? like I feel like for whatever reason if I'm sitting across from her talking to her all I'm going to see is like one giant thick black protruding nose hair oh I see and, okay. and like yeah. I, he, here's my thinking mm-hmm. on Nick because he's sitting there he's like I think I'm into this girl and then he'll just get a glimpse of it and be like can you just tend to that because I see it every right. time we're sitting across from each other and he's thinking okay 
maybe I'll give her the rose and tomorrow she'll have handled the situation. And then they get back together and they're sitting on the beach in this beautiful setting and he looks over and there's the thing again, just like again. glistening in the sunshine. Yeah. And I, I think it has to do with her nostril shape. That's why it's not going to be a lasting relationship. So hold okay. on. Okay. Has the show ended? Mm-mm. Okay. Tonight. So, but you already know that he dumps her at the altar. No, I think they dated after, but then the bachelor said, the producers made him the bachelor. So that's what Lauren, the annoying girl, said that they were together and then he dumped her when he became the bachelor. But how would they even approach him as a bachelor if, he, if they thought he was still in a relationship with someone? I think they found that they felt bad for him because he had lost twice and that he really deserved it more than the other ones. Because Luke didn't deserve it. First of all, he's horrible legs. So boring, too. Have you ever seen his legs? No, it's ridiculous. The most bow-legged things. It's unbelievable. It's terrible. And then Chase had no personality. That was the one without the stairs in his apartment? Yes, but he had a job. He was my favorite one. I don't even know who that is. Chase. You can't remember because he was, he was down so boring. to the final four. And the he medical was the only one rep. who had a job. And he wouldn't open up? <laughs> See? That's Nothing. what I'm saying. You don't even remember him. Yeah. Forget Blank it. Blank slate. Now, yeah. I'll say this about Nick. That's a company man, okay? That guy yes, is a loyal true. soldier for the Bachelor franchise. Yeah. <laughs> right. He took two bullets. He yes. had it. He had to deal with uh, Andy, right? right? And lost her to Josh and then went on. Was it was Andy before or after the, the other one who's also completely unremarkable? Oh, the, uh, the yeah. girl with, she got Caitlin. her lips done. Caitlin's, Caitlin. Caitlin. He slept yes. with Caitlin on the a one that was day. a hip hop dancer. Okay. I mean, that showed he was pretty amazing in persuading women to sleep. You Never in Bachelor history has someone slept with someone on a group date. And she, like, it was a group date, and then she picked him for alone time, and then they slept together. Okay, well, Kate, or uh, Andy says in her book that on the overnight, the night before she slept with Josh, she slept with Nick, and she got creeped out because he said to her, do you want to fuck or do you want to have sex? And, you know, he said, we're going to do it four times. Do you want to fuck or do you want to have sex? You're saying it wrong the way you said it to me before. And she said... No, you said a lot sexy before. I'm sorry. You said that he said, now... Do you want me to make love to you or do you want me to fuck you? That's right. That's right. And that's she much better. she was creeped out. And I just thought to myself, why? Well, she's already scarred from the Pablo experience where he did kind of a similar thing, right? Oh, I didn't see that episode or that season. That was kind of his thing, right? Didn't he say to that other girl who was also like a, a career bachelor person um, Remember the? They'd always show her like talking to raccoons or crabs or right, something. Right, yes. right, right. Yes, yes, yes. Didn't yes. he say something? Pablo say something to her similar that yes. creeped her yes. out. Yes. Well, I'm, I'm thinking that was kind of Pablo's line too. Oh, okay. They dropped on Andy, and then I think you know, her Andy's being creeped out by that. Her being creeped out is a girl that just didn't really have enough experience having sex with several people. So Maybe. for her, it made her feel cheap. To an old married housewife, yeah, it's hot. that would be ideal. Yeah, I, I think the four times <laughs> thing is kind of weird. I mean, don't you just want to, you know, play a la carte and see how it goes? <laughs> for a, mar- for a married taco, woman, yes. You don't. A married woman just wants one and done, but she would like it a little spicy that one time, not four times. Yeah. Yes. So is, was it kind of like a here are all the possible combinations of sex we could have tonight? I'm giving you four in total. You can choose three fuck, one make love. Or right. It was like a poo even, even. Yeah. Yeah. I just think that the arbitrary number of four is kind of interesting. I was into it. I don't know what she was thinking. So she dumped him and then chose the guy who sells weight loss supplements. Yeah. 
He's annoying. I don't like him at well, all. I, the other thing I noticed about him is that he has, and, and they've been in paradise for a while now. And so you think at this point, you know, the beard's getting a little scraggly and his, his doesn't grow in very well, but it is kind of scraggly. Yeah. You know, you think guys are, you know, the sideburns are getting long or whatever. He has an immaculately groomed forehead line. Right. It's really strange. Well, Andy says in her book that he was very high maintenance about his hair mm-hmm. and he would set up a, a white towel behind him and he would spray his hair. And there was something about the black hair juxtapositioned against the white towel that he had to have it just yeah, so. So she had to hold the white towel. He's very high maintenance about yeah. his hair. So I, I think he's getting similar grooming assistance in paradise. From and he's Amanda. sitting there like you know, like they do at a barber shop, right? Where they're really like architecting a line in his dome. Interesting. I think okay. that as a parent, I think Bachelor in Paradise would be the worst reality show your kid could be on. I think so too. Or certainly your daughter, just being set biased. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Like, I guess I wouldn't care as much if my sons were like boning right and left, but <laughs> my daughter was like. You know, clearly it slept with three people mm-hmm. on Paradise. And then begging someone to give her a rose so she yes, can stick around one more night in the hotel. Like, like lace. I oh. think what they should do, honestly, is is track an STD through the entire Bachelor family. That's and, a good, and like yeah. that could be the next show is they, they, they put someone in and they don't say who it is, but that person has an STD. Like a really rare one because right. they all have herpes at this point. So <laughs> like one from like the olden days, right? And then <laughs> then track over the course of the next like four or five years and see just how far that thing gets, right? You know, because then you could find it. You know, it, it, maybe it went dormant for a season, but then it pops up on on and maybe Bachelor in National Paradise. Geographic could like go in on it with them. Oh, it'd be a, it'd be a fascinating yeah. pathology experiment. That's interesting. And what did you think about Lace and Grant getting matching tattoos? Um, that's the saddest decision I've ever seen. <laughs> what tattoo did they get? I missed that. It part. said Grace because it's, their names mixed together are is Grace. She and Grant the black guy. Yeah. yeah, and they got it on their wrist right here. So it says Grace. It's kind of a nondescript little thing. I mean, you could explain it's it like away. You I actually Peter getting don't, Peter I actually on don't your think arm. That is that bad of an idea to get a tattoo. Well, you're on this show. This is going to be your biggest claim to fame. You know, you already got. Eyelash extensions for the thing. Let's just get a little tattoo. I kind of feel like this tattoo on the inner wrist is like like the least obnoxious place to get it. And she could say, oh, I always love the word grace. You know, for me, it's yeah, it I could draw be grace. strength and beauty yeah, from it. Yeah, it could be my grandmother was grace. <laughs> the reality of it and is. Then, but at a bar, someone's like, no, it isn't. It's from that black guy that you fucked back in 2016 on Bachelor in Paradise. You think I don't remember you? I told you about Grace. I, mean, I told you about Lace, the story. I think so. I was doing radio. I don't remember the city. But afterwards, we were like choking with the DJs. It was all like total. I think it was Denver. You were in Denver. Was it Denver? Yeah. And afterwards, he's like, oh, my nephew or somebody uh, went out with um, Lace and said she was the worst in bed ever. Oh, poor guy. She was like a real lazy lay. Oh, it's not going to get any better than that. But maybe she's gotten better. Probably not. Probably not. I mean, she's completely unstable. And usually the crazy Mm -hmm. chicks are pretty wild in bed. And I also found, to your point, oh no, to your point, 
these girls, they've been, the longer that they're there, like their nails are cracking, the nail polish is coming off, their roots are coming in, they're getting they bloaty lo- from the it's alcohol. It's kind of like meth. It's, it's yes. like at first, it's like this crazy high and party drug, yeah. but it's not cocaine, you know? Cocaine, the girls can keep doing for years and right. they still looking Just pretty level, good. Yeah. yeah. But the meth, it starts to take its toll. It's like right. those progressive mug shots that they get of people where I by agree. the end they've like tattooed their eyebrows mm-hmm. and yes. have holes in their faces. Yes. That's a, every girl's experience on by the time they're on their second season well, of Bachelor. Well, you figure Pack. they're drinking all day, and when you're drinking margaritas, you know they're just constantly doing like chips and guac. <laughs> and you're like on your fourth week of like every day at four, you're having chips and guac. Right. And then, yeah, you're, you know, your spray tan is off and you're... <laughs> Or maybe you got a little sunburn and then that's peeling and then this, you know. And, and they have to do their own makeup. I mean, that girl Ashley came with like a caboodle filled with stuff. Yes. But caboodle. a couple of them, they probably just have like an eyeliner, pencil and maybe blush. Or they're sharing makeup at this point. Why yeah. not? They already have shared STDs. So right. what's, you know, an now, eye- what's you, a compact I, I or two? I have questions. When, when did you graduate from SC? Oh, two. So... At that time, reality shows were up and running, okay? Maybe. Was anybody doing them? Like, did you ever, like, hear, oh, my God, this Pi-Fi went out for something? No, this this was just probably after I was there that reality shows started getting popular. Because I remember, like, the most famous that anybody ever was was that someone was in a TV show once and some guy claimed to be, like, a male model that was not very good looking so no one understood how he could claim to be a male model but we didn't have people that were reality famous at that point oh okay that i mean maybe blind date was on and some oh people yes would do blind date mm-hmm. or something like that but that was about it god i loved blind date and if you could be on any reality show which one would it be hmm that's a hell of a question um I liked the Bachelor Pad series mm-hmm. where they, they had, you know, elements of, of gamesmanship and you could screw the person over at the very That's end. That's right. Because honestly... That, and that was like they were in a big house, but they kind of matched up. Yeah, there but was they like weren't necessarily, But they weren't necessarily fucking yeah, to stay they, on. They probably were, but that, was, that yeah. was not necessarily the... It wasn't about falling in love, yeah. necessarily. Yeah. I, I find the whole thing, like, you have to fall in love to stay on the show thing interesting. Like, they've, yeah. they've turned something that should be genuine into complete bullshit. Right. Right. And, you know, at the end you have all these desperate people who are feigning that they're in love or trying to convince themselves that they are when really if you just take all of the surroundings away, you're looking at an unemployed, you know, part-time hairdresser. Right. All right. Well, thank you so much for coming you're in. You're welcome. It's been an absolute blast. Yeah. I was happy to be the uh, the first guest. I know. That, that's so quite fun. an honor. All right. Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Thank you so much for listening to Reality Life with Kate Casey. 
Make sure that you subscribe to the show on iTunes and leave a five-star rating and review. And tell everyone you know about the show. And if you'd like me to interview a certain reality star, send me a note on Twitter, I'm at at Kate Casey, or on Facebook at Love and Knuckles. Some upcoming guests that are really fun are going to include Mark Long from Road Rules, Eric Neese from the first season of Real World, and Taylor Cole and Alex Morell from Laguna Beach. So happy TV watching. This episode is brought to you by the effortlessly scrumptious bite of Skinny Pop Popcorn. Imagine this, perfectly popped, endlessly delicious kernels, a symphony of just three simple ingredients, popcorn, sunflower oil, and a sprinkle of salt. No compromise, just pure snacking freedom. And hey, if you're up for a twist, dive into flavors like zesty white cheddar to sweet and salty kettle. Every bite's a delight, light and oh so tasty. Shop Skinny Pop now.